Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on ChumbaCasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. VGW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Guys, the podcast now uses something called Anchor.fm. It's a podcast hosting platform. It's free, homie. And let me tell you something. I'm a big advocate of creative expression. Something I'm even more an advocate of is connecting with an audience. And that's why I love podcasts. So it's a no-brainer for me to tell you to use Anchor.fm if you want to start a podcast. Also, consider me a resource. Of course, I will help you. Just ask. Anchor.fm has an ad platform, distributes pods everywhere. It's everything you need. Download the free Anchor app or go to Anchor.fm to get started. Hi, everybody. Welcome to Am I the Asshole Podcast. I'm Danny Vega, joined by my lovely, lovable co-host, Sarah Levine. Sarah, how are you today? Uh, I don't know. I've just been having so many, like, technology issues. We, yeah, Mercury's in retrograde, were, for sure. Yeah, what does that mean? Daryl, Mercury's in retrograde. Yeah, I don't know what that word means. Retrograde amnesia. It's That's kind when of a you... similar concept. It means that Mercury is, like, moving backwards. Um, mm, wow. And rude. I don't really know. Like, I, one of the, I know that you can have like communication issues and I know that you can have technology issues. This, I think, I feel like the last time Mercury was in retrograde, I had some issue with the washing machine. My microwave randomly broke. Um, and like one other thing. And I was like, this is crazy. <laughs> and now I feel like my Slack has not been working all day. My internet's been in and out. Yesterday, I'm so fucking mad. I like, I had two interviews scheduled. And they were, like, scheduled at a time where I have class at 6. So they were, like, right before my class started. So I was like, I'll just do it at Columbia. One was literally a phone interview. And when I tell you that at first I, like, hold up in this, like, video editing studio. um, And I was like, oh, this is amazing. Like, I have a private area. Um, I couldn't dial in. There was no service. I literally went outside where my phone would alternate between having one and five bars and I was like all over the campus and I could not make a phone call so I that whole interview just was lost I mean I I had to reschedule it for next week and then I had the same thing happen with this other one where I was supposed to do a phone call and then I at the last minute I was like so my phone isn't working um can we do a zoom and like the the wi-fi didn't work and I'm like okay I'm paying three million dollars not not actually but a lot of fucking money to like attend this school you don't have (laughs) cell service like wi-fi okay i can semi understand there's like a lot of people on the wi-fi but you don't have fucking cell phone service is this 1996 like i feel like i have one it's like one of those cars on pimp my ride after they pimp the ride but they don't actually like fix the transmission issues (laughs) so yeah i'm pretty pissed (laughs) Wow. Columbia, you'll Angry be hearing from my Sarah. attorney. No, I'm, I mean, I'm really annoyed, like, because the reason I was up there in the first place was because I had class and I was trying to do something for the class and I didn't have the most basic of technologies. You're going to you're going to go out of journalism school and your first article is going to be Columbia's failing technology infrastructure <laughs> an expose by Seriously. graduate student Sarah Levine. Oh my God, if they don't want the, you know, the juice, then they, they should have. I don't know, not have a had a cell phone jammer in their campus or whatever the hell that was about. For real. I'm ready to go and be a professor of juice. I think I'm becoming <laughs> an expert in juice. And shout out to our new patrons and shout out to all our new 
listeners. We've got a bunch of new patrons this week. Kat, Kate, Katie, Worldwide, Bree, welcome to the Brian. show. We love to That's see Brian. it, people. Brian. Yeah, Brian, short for Brian, of course. You got it. My bad. Now, people, last episode, if you keep in touch with my mental illness, I did blow a veritable <laughs> gasket after being ripped apart in the reviews and it did cause me much grief but I, I don't know if it was because I was channeling such panic but there has been a veritable outpouring of support yes people oh, our worst review this week four stars can you imagine that's the bottom this week you love to see it and just full disclosure, people, I am having a slight freak out because even though we are the original AITA podcast, I was neurotically going at the other podcast and we Relax. are the lowest rated. We are the lowest rated AITA podcast at 4.7. The That's other high. motherfuckers. <laughs> I know, but That's they more have 4.8. That's true crime podcast. I think I'm at like four stars and I don't care. Well, I was getting upset, but good. I'm happy you said that because it kind of illustrates how insane I am. I think, look, what the truth is, is... I mean, you never listen to me. I tell you, don't read the reviews because it's one person complaining about an isolated complaint... Yes. ...that we don't care about fixing. And also, it's like bogus stats that don't mean anything. <laughs> so, again. Well, this week we got good things, even though this is a four-star review. Actually, Sarah, this is so rare that somebody's taking a shot at you. Uh, but we don't have to read right. it. Do you, you want me to read it still? Sure, whatever. It's a very light shot. It's a very light shot. I don't think it holds water. They wrote, defying the odds. <laughs> Apparently, I've painted such a picture where people are like, I will go against the odds. And oh I will God. write. I, again, this is the thing, because you read the review so much that I do feel like, like, I'm not going to include, like, Patreon comments, because I feel like those are, like, usually more, like, situation specific, but, like, Actual reviews, it's been like maybe five reviews, right? Like how many? Yeah. Under ten. There we go. Yeah, we got four here. Yeah. Oh, I, I mean like that have like really come at you. Like how many? Oh has no, it been? yeah, it's been under ten. It's not bad. It's just that I think about yeah. them. I mean, it really is sick. The ratio is like ten to one. A negative review will stick with me for days. Anyway. I know. Everybody's like that. Defying the odds. This person writes, I love Danny. Thank you, dear reviewer, Pillowhead21. Oh, man. We love it. His insights always make me think and laugh. He's a gem that this generation needs. Thank you. Aw. But sometimes Sarah tries to shut his thoughts down, which I find a bit annoying. I still love you both and the show. <laughs> All right. I don't feel shut down. I don't feel shut down. I feel like sometimes I can't bring you on board and you don't say why. And I actually like that about you because you're like, look, I don't have the words. But sometimes I can't articulate why. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because you're still chewing on it. And that's OK. Sometimes we don't have it. You know, we could have like a follow up. There's sometimes where I wish we had like follow up episodes where I'm like, you know what? I thought about this and here's why I don't think that. But in the moment, I I can't always articulate it. I like it because, you know, you're not willing to just go along with me and placate me. And and that's good. Sometimes sometimes I do. Sometimes like, you do. And sometimes I genuinely like get shifted. But other times I'm just like, I can't go with you on that. Right. Right. I also feel like we both like, I don't know. I could see if I shut you down. But I also feel like you have your moments where you go, no, no. And like, if that's not shutting down, then I don't know what is. So I think we both do it. But I, I, you know, I can take that criticism from that listener. Usually when I drop the triple no, though, that's out of comment. I can't, I don't think I do that to you too often. That's usually out of. No, 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 not often at all. That's usually a heinous comment that's like, this is literally the most evil OP ever. (laughs) Where it's like AITA for like not bailing my son out of jail after he committed a triple homicide. And then it would be like YTA for being a breeder. (laughs) Uh, Five stars, just a teenage fan. Yeah, baby. Just a teenage dirt bag, baby. I love it. By the way, (laughs) uh, you're not a dirt bag OP. I just, this is a minor bone to pick Spotify YTA for having the censored version of teenage dirt bag pisses me off. It throws off the musicality. Oh, the song. Get me the uncensored original weedus. It drives me crazy. Anyway. Yes. I love the rambling you do in the beginning. And I love it when I'm having a bad day and need a cheer up. 
I listen to the pod when All I right. go to bed and I'll stay up for about four hours past my bedtime. And then I listen to it on the oh bus God. on my way to school. It's so fun and lighthearted. And I love all the voices you do. It's so cool. Oh, and Sarah is cool too. Well, thank you, mad dog. I really appreciate you. And I love that. Stay in school. And I'm happy you like the voices. In fact, I actually have an old lady here. Oh, oh that's great. He yes, the voices. Some of the voices are okay. There's, that's good. Uh, once you get so into international voices, they're not not very good so that's so funny here we go love the show insert interesting title here so danny will be impressed i'm already impressed miss mack miss mack writes that she ran into me on the fyp on tiktok shout out to the for you page giving me oh, some credibility yeah. here i love danny's ability to walk back his opinions and to recognize other perspectives and his ability to admit when he might be wrong not many men are willing to listen so openly and do the work to make sure they're not contributing to an overall patriarchal society when you're ready to Ooh. date again, any woman would be so lucky to have you. People putting it on the dating oh profile. Miss Max, wow. marry me. Wow, wow, wow. Sarah is the best. So funny and well-spoken. And I really admire the way she spoke. So respectful and compassionate while putting Danny in his place. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> I love what you're doing this here. Is, wow, this person's so nice to both of us. This is really great. Ah, Monique writes wow. five stars. Probably the second review I've ever left for a podcast. They pick so many Ooh. fascinating ATA stories. Also, feel free to plug the Patreon and get the coin as you should. Well, that's so sweet. Thank you. Join us on <laughs> patreon.com slash pod. Please rate, review, subscribe. I uh, honestly, against uh, Sarah, do read all the reviews uh, pretty much on the air. Honestly, I'm impressed. I'm really just soft is like the thing. Yeah. So you, you do it, but I just, I don't want, like, I think you... It's good to read them, but like it's not good to fixate it on it to the point that you'd like make yourself sick. Absolutely. I also want to share one more thing, guys. This this was uh, sent to me personally by a listener and uh, and I know I'm tooting my own horn here to an extent. So maybe I'll edit this out, but probably not because it made me cry, guys. This made me cry. I cried. I think I cried probably a total of 20 minutes. And it, it's crazy because, like, I want to be funny and I want to make people laugh. And my stand up is horrible, by the way. This is this is a talking point before I get into this. I did stand up yesterday and I'm doing new shit, Sarah. I zeroed. I don't mean bombed. A bomb is when you're like, well, that wasn't very good. No, I zero nothing. What does that mean? You didn't get a laugh. I got no laughs nothing oh, it was cringe gosh. i didn't know that was possible oh it's possible in a way of like not in a way of putting you down but of like oh I, now i have another thing to worry about no <laughs> you're oh. not gonna zero because sarah's doing her first stand-up show and by the way you guys can come to this uh i'll put the link in the description it is on october 19th we're doing a zoom stand-up show uh, it's going to be great. We got Alex DeBranco on the lineup. We got Sarah Levine on the light up. It's going to be fantastic. I'll put the zoom link in the description, October 19th, 8 30 PM. But, but I'm doing stand up, and, and you know, it's good that people use the word vulnerability. Cause I think stand up, it's very vulnerable. You can really zero. I was doing new material and I was doing it very poorly and I really did. Uh, I, I completely bombed and it was good. It was humble pie. I got to eat some humble pie and, uh, it was uh it was painful it was very painful um but there you know i'm broadcasting it so y'all know that even though i have my tiktoks that do well sometimes a lot of them bomb and i delete them so don't be fooled i am bombing people (laughs) i am bombing but fortunately this listener sent me this message which put me in tears that's where i was going i got into comedy to make people laugh so to get a message like this just it really was like so crazy. And, and I always encourage people to start a podcast and connect with an audience because it's so meaningful. And I and I never expected some shit like this to hit my inbox, folks. They wrote, hey, Danny, I'm a new patron, new listener, constantly traveling for works, listen to everything, da, da, da. I have to send this to you. It feels important to me. I want you to know that I have a startling amount of respect for you. Of course, I respect the heck out of Sarah, too. But in the earliest days, I did a lot of cringing in my work truck. I won't belabor the point. You know why, where, and when, because you identified those points and responded humbly. Humbly, I was on the fence about continuing to listen, but then you started to get really vulnerable, and there was an incredible and palpable sense of humility that took over the entire tone of the podcast. I was hooked. Since then, it's been fascinating to listen to you emotionally mature and leaps and bounds and cover the sort of vast emotional landscape. Wow. 
language that takes most folks years and years if they ever care enough to put the work in. I wanted to typecast you, typecast you at first because that's easy and nuance is sometimes too much to ask when I'm driving nine hours straight across one of the abysmal Dakotas. But the nuance is what kept me around and then the entire dynamic between you and Sarah, plus your openness and willingness to be fragile in front of the world while somehow also being hilarious and demonstrating a whip smart demeanor. That's why I finally became a patron. Um, I'm not even going to talk about how excellent Sarah is because I mean, we know, I just wanted to let you know Uh that you really made me reevaluate my own biases and assumptions and your podcast has made me a more thoughtful person in general. Oh my God. The world is better for the world, for the work you and Sarah do. So thank you from the bottom of my my heart. I'm like, I don't want it. I'm almost like it's too much. Like that's going to go to my head. It, I really <laughs> don't you know who we are I cried and then I like I called Lindsay one of our patrons and I was like I'm like crazy about this I, I can't believe this and it and then I had I texted you but the funny thing is even though I have gone back and read this uh, once or twice like the negative comment from two weeks ago where someone says that we're playing to ourselves not the audience still lingers with me i don't even know what that means so honestly that doesn't bother me i know um kind of indulgent guys but i i don't know i guess the reason i will justify keeping it in is just to say i i i don't think there's anything really special um about me or sarah i mean beyond the fact that we've committed to doing i mean sarah is very special but uh you know <laughs> you're special that, too. that we are able to connect with people and i always advocate and you know feel free to reach out to me if you're like i have a podcast idea or, or whatever it may be and I, I will help you on your journey um as long as it doesn't take too much work because i'm lazy but i'll tell you what to do don't worry <laughs> People, we got one heck of an app for you today. But before we hit that, let's play a little bit of Guess the Verdict, A-I-T-A, for telling my boyfriend to play less Dungeons and Dragons. N-T-A, he probably plays it a lot. N-T-A is wrong. So here's the story. OP plays Dungeons and Dragons three times a week, but for each time it's five hours. What is this? That's what I was saying. It's too much. It's a lot. OP's getting resentful. She only sees boyfriend twice a week. That's not enough. And uh, he... So how is this? I'm confused. Okay, keep He going. says it's a stress reliever. Top comment okay. goes to pixelated narcissist who wrote, no assholes here. <laughs> nice. He's right. Hobbies are healthy, but bottling up your feelings will only poison the relationship. So just try to keep your cool and you bring it up. Though I'd work on this mindset of D&D being at fault and try to frame it as focusing your energy on I miss you and I want to see you more because I enjoy time with you. No assholes I here. I guess. No assholes here. I guess. I mean, if he's spending more time playing Dungeons and Dragons than he's seeing her. Then, like, what is this relationship? Well, sometimes you got to rein it in, you know? Maybe he doesn't really realize it. Yeah. Okay, well, AITA for urinating on my wife's plants. Wow, what the actual living hell. What in God's pornographic name was this... Was this AITA uncensored? I mean, this is crazy. What possible reason? Peeing in the plants? What is she doing? But you would never hand me an easy YTA. You wouldn't do that. You you seldom do that. But then again, Mercury's in retrograde. And for these reasons, I'm going with YTA. (laughs) I love that I like introduced you to the concept of Mercury retrograde. Um, But this is an interesting one because it got deleted. But here's what I recall from it happening. Um... OP has some kind of bladder issue and his wife was like showering and he was like, okay, but I'm going to need to go to the bathroom. And he basically like kept trying to get in the bathroom and she wouldn't let him in. And she kept saying like, oh, just, just wait a couple more minutes. I'm almost done. I'm almost Mm. done. So eventually he peed on her plants and she got mad. And so the top comment was NTA urinary incontinence is no joke. You gave her plenty of warning. Fair enough. Of course, Mercury once again screwing me over. Uh, first time being when I ate that thermometer. Well, it looks so delicious. It looked wonderful. That magical, slimy chrome liquid. And then I almost died. Anyway, AITA for being upset about a ring. I know this is an engagement ring. I know mm-hmm. it is. But Reddit is also very sexist. Yes. When it comes to these things. Yes. Okay, let the okay, hate burn inside of you. Let's think this through. For getting upset about a ring. Yes. Feel the hate. I want to say YTA just because all of these posts are always like 
YTA, it's not about the ring, it's about the marriage. And it's like the husband didn't even listen to what she wanted or got her something totally ugly mm, or yes. got her like something out of that 25 cent vending machine yeah. that comes in the plastic bubble. Those okay. are cute though. They are cute. Um, I'm going to go with YTA. YTA even I don't agree. is wrong. Fortunately, I thought you would use the logic you did. Yes, I saw this coming, ha. people. So here's a story. They dated for a year. And yeah, I know, Sarah, I thought you would read it this way. But guess what? OP is actually being handed too good of a ring. Yeah, the rare. So apparently it's like some kind of diamond ring that OP's like dead father had or some shit. And it's a hand me down. And then the, the boyfriend isn't the only one who could have it handed down to. He's got all these brothers, and OP really isn't into jewelry, and she doesn't want to wear a diamond ring all the time. She wants something that's more unique in her, and frankly, I think she's implying cheaper. Chlorin Kaima writes, no assholes here. You should have a ring that's your style and that you want to wear every day. That's that's okay. Some people don't want to wear jewelry, and that's fine. You say you guys aren't ready to get engaged yet, so I think you could just wait a while and think on this, and that's okay, too. Yeah, that's a good situation. That's a really good situation. Sarah, you are hitting a no-hitter, so let's see if I can ah. squeeze one out, folks. AITA for sleeping in the guest room so that my wife will take care of our baby at night. Oh, God. Why do you keep doing this? It sounds like such an obvious YTA. Ugh, but I got burned last time. I'm doubling down. YTA again. Ooh, and it looks like it's a no-hitter for both oh, of us. God, this is such a bad look. <laughs> we don't even know what we're doing. Okay. No, or we're too good at the game. I think it's that we're too, too good. Too good at beating each other. Yeah, you're right. That's it. Yes. Okay, so OP and his wife have a three-month-old baby. OP works from 5 a.m. to 1 p.m. The wife works part-time from 11 a.m. to 4 p.m. So OP is basically like, look, I'll do whatever, but like, I just need you to take nights. I operate heavy machinery for work, so I really can't be tired. Hmm. Okay, the spoiler alert is that the wife doesn't that like op is always like taking care of her and when she wakes up three to four times a night so the last time the situation that sort of brought about this post um op's daughter was crying around midnight op tries to wake the wife up so she can feed her mm -hmm. she like just mumbles like oh you go do it and so finally op feeds the daughter gets her back to sleep then goes to sleep in the guest room and then the wife got pissed when the daughter started crying three hours later and he wasn't there and, like, she thinks he's being childish but for, like, leaving her to sleep in another room and blah, blah, blah. Yeah, I think that's complete bogus. The top comment was NTA. Your wife keeps promising but does not do what she says she'll do. The reason she's mad is because you called her out. And by sleeping in the guest room, you're forcing her to do what she said she would do. Dang. Well, there it is, folks. A double zero, nothing, no hitter. This is very much like my stand-up set. Nothing was done ha. right. Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. <laughs> but you know what's always done right, people? situations that's right people we're on a long streak of heck of f's and don't think we're about to break it today our second story of the day aita for telling my daughter she can't live with us after college but first aita for blaming my father's friend that says he's a travel agent for ruining our vacay and please rate review subscribe mm. and join us on patreon patreon.com slash aita pod we recently hit 100 patrons let's let's yeah, get that was so 200 exciting. baby here we go this just happened earlier so i'm still fuming my parents and I <laughs> planned a trip to the Bahamas, leaving Saturday through my dad's friend that's a travel agent months ago. We got a great deal to go to the Bahamas since we booked it early during the pandemic. When we went to check in for our flight, it said there's a few requirements to gain entry into the Bahamas, one of them being a COVID <laughs> test up to five days beforehand. All three of us that are traveling are fully vaxxed, and we didn't think anything like taking a test was necessary when we made the plans. Naturally, when I saw we had to have this test, I tried everything and anything to get tested today with no luck and no way to get tested until Monday. We had to cancel. 
The part where mm. I may be the asshole is that I freaked out toward my dad at his friend because he is a travel agent. My dad said it was in no way whatsoever his fault and is on the airlines 100%. Shouldn't a travel agent tell their clients that there are travel restrictions for certain countries that they are booking for, such as the Bahamas? Or am I wrong? And the airlines should have told us or our agent. I know we are negligible for not realizing we needed a test. Negligible. Maybe they mean liable. I think they mean negligent. Negligent. But I guess I thought we were all good since we are fully vaxxed. Either way, I wasted a week of vacation to just stay home now, it looks like. So Reddit AITA. Boo. That sucks. We're going to get a one-star review like, these idiots can't even pronounce Bahamas. I think Bahamas is the move. I think it's a lot more fun to say. (laughs) Um, Yes, it is more fun to say. Yeah, I mean, this is such an annoying, frustrating situation. It sucks. Uh, Especially to waste the PTO. I would cancel. Yeah, why can't you just cancel the PTO? Isn't that pretty normal? Yeah. Bosses don't care. I feel like I do that all the time. That sucks if they care. I guess for me, I I usually feel like the airlines, to their rare credit, have been pretty obvious about what needs to go down on the airplane, and I'm a little bit shocked. Right. I always find it for... Me too. It's like you're a multi-billion dollar industry. Like, try to set your customers up for success. I mean, I would absolutely... (laughs) Truly. Right? What does it take? It's a push... Yeah. Well, it it wasn't the airline. It was the country that requires it, right? So... Still, like, slap out... Yeah, but still, they should communicate what their rules are. When you buy a ticket there. Absolutely. Or just a notification for all international travelers. Like, hey, heads up. Be sure to check the country rules because you might need to get a COVID test. Like, big doy energy. It just seems like a no-brainer. I do feel like they were getting some emails that either they weren't looking at. Totally. Like, I don't think they were flying, like, Spirit Airlines to the Bahamas is what I'm trying to say. Yeah, and I guess my thought is, like, (laughs) yo, it's COVID. Still, you're flying internationally. Uh, You kind of should be doing some due diligence. Mm, You really can't make any assumptions, honestly. I feel like the rules change so constantly, even if you can go eat in a restaurant. Like, I don't know why you would take it for granted that you can fly to a completely different country. Right. Without doing any sort of, like, research. Rachel H., right? YTA. You should have checked yourself. Before you wrecked yourself. There we go. Check or you get wrecked. I mean, the only other person to lay this on is the travel agent, which frankly, I think we're all mm. surprised is a job at this point. What uh, What are you doing? No, I would pay the, I would pay a travel agent because I don't like to plan. I don't like to plan. And it's so much research. And like, I have all my spreadsheets and I actually would love to pay a travel agent. Okay. So Sarah is not coming with me on a roast the travel agent journey. I'm sorry. Okay. No, I'm sorry, but I really hate to plan. Okay. Well, that's that's fine. I, I guess I, I don't know really what these people do because it takes five minutes to book a flight. I guess maybe they help you put it all together and save you more. But I feel like if you want like good options of like where to stay and things like that, it takes a lot of time. Okay. That's fair. I just feel like this does fall under. But not for a flight. Like go on kayak. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I mean, I think really the question, though, is, well, it was it on them to provide this information? And I do feel like yes is the answer because of all the MFs to be super conscious during COVID time, if your profession is, in fact, an agent of travel, <laughs> yeah. which Seriously. even though Sarah seems to like a lot, I think most people would agree with me is kind of a dying profession. Yeah, it's a hot take for sure of yeah. mine. And I'll I'll stand by it's that. It's like one. how are you not how are you not aware of this, dog? Like what are you doing? You're not you're not going to yeah. tell them they need to get COVID tested like you of all people should really be tuned in to the COVID requirements. Yeah, agreed. I mean, I think the onus is on both of them. I feel like especially like yeah, the travel agent should have done that cuz I feel like that's what you are paying them for. Like you're paying for them to like go the extra mile that you don't want to have to. Right. That doesn't Right, exactly, to set you up for a successful trip. And, yeah, I think planning COVID aspects is kind of starts to fall under the fold in a COVID world where you're a travel agent, which is. Yeah. Oh, my God, literally, especially when your entire career is predicated on travel. Like, you can't be cutting corners. Like, it's a miss for OP, but it is a mega miss for the travel agent. I mean, I really do think Mm. it's. It's heinous. How do you miss this, dog? What are you doing? I, I mean, I think OP does have the right to be mad at the travel agent. Like, I do think. Oh, it's like, yeah, they should have checked, but also the travel agent, like, really should have checked. This is your client, and, like, I feel like you only get paid a commission at the places if they go, right? So if they cancel their hotel, 
I don't feel like you're getting that money. Absolutely. I think a refund is absolutely. So. I do not think you should be compensated for your services. You did not. Mm. And look, it would pertain either way. It would pertain to everything. It would pertain to a passport, everything like that. Like you're the one who's supposed to make this traveling, like not require a brain. That's right. kind of what you're being paid for. So what the fuck are you doing? Tamara O. Mm. It's common for agents to advise on this, but it's still your personal responsibility. Always make sure you know passport and visa regs, entry and exit requirements. I know it's frustrating, but it's COVID and everything is frustrating. Yeah, but I'm not ready to give a pass. That's mm, everything is frustrating. So that is very Yeah, real. Being an adult is frustrating, but being a travel agent who doesn't know COVID <laughs> shit is insane. What are you doing? What are you doing? I just I really can't I, I really can't shake this. I, I don't I'm ready to really let OV OP off the hook. And T legendary. I feel like since most vaccine requirements are exactly how you assume fully vaxxed or negative COVID test, it really should have been up to the travel agent, the person who organized the whole trip, to give you a heads up that this would be a requirement. But I also feel the requirements would have been clearly stated on any travel itinerary. It sounds like this is the case, and the problem was that your fam just not thoroughly review it early enough to get a COVID test, so there is some personal responsibility here. I'm kind of leaning everyone sucks here. Hmm. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I just feel like this is definitely a say-it-out-loud thing, you know? It is a say it out loud thing, but I guess I also just feel like the family can't like this is the times that we're in. And I I really just feel like you can't go off your own personal thoughts or assumptions like you have to check, especially for something as serious as a vacation. This actually happened to my grandpa because um, my cousin got married in Barbados. This was like years ago. And I think there was a point where you didn't need a passport to go to Barbados. You just needed like a driver's Hmm. license. Um, but my grandpa didn't, but they changed the rule and my grandpa didn't know. So he showed up at the airport without a passport and they wouldn't let him on the plane. And so he had to go back home like and get it and like take the flight the next day. Brutal. Yeah. We still, well, my grandpa has sadly passed, but like we literally still talk about how we missed the flight to Barbados. Poor Gramps. Paul and so many questions. <laughs> why was this deleted off Reddit? Well, I'll tell you why it's deleted off Reddit because it does not describe any interpersonal conflict. That's why. Ah, uh, that's ES- true. It's just like AITA for being mad at this yeah, guy. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> ESH agent should have said something, but you should have done minor research on your own beforehand. I just feel like if it's something as high, st- well, this just showing my own privilege because I'm like, this trip is high stakes. But like, okay, in the you know, in the context of this person's life, like. This trip is high stakes, I guess, for them. And if it's something high stakes, you don't leave it to chance and you don't leave it to assumptions. So the question is, AATA for blaming my father's friend that says he's a travel agent for ruining our vacation. Uh, I don't know. I don't think if we're going by the title, like the title is like, I don't think you're the asshole for blaming him. But like, I guess if I'm thinking who's really at fault I think everybody's at fault. But yeah, but I think the travel agent is look. I like. I, here, here's how this looks to me. It's seventy thirty, whatever. Maybe it's even sixty forty. Travel agent to OP, but I'm not paying you. I'm not paying you. You know, if mm. the if the travel agent can then say, I actually sent you a document with bullet points that said you need to do this, then yeah, well then it's over. But if it was yes. like fine print and it was never said out loud, I'd be like, no, dude, you did not set us up for success here. That's your whole job. Right. Or if the travel agent just blatantly didn't look it up either. Yeah. No, I, I don't think OP is in the wrong here unless they miss something that the travel agent did. But it needs to be he or she needs to have made it crystal ass clear. I'm giving OP the B of the D and that's benefit of the doubt. AITA for blaming my father's friend that says he's a travel agent for ruining our vacay. I'm saying not the asshole and the travel agent did is. I kind of want to go ESH on this one because I think it was ultimately a collective responsibility. Even if I'm with you that like since it's a travel agent's job, they should have specifically called it out to them. Well, can I get a soft, soft ESH then? Yeah. All right. I'll settle for that. People. Here we go. AITA for telling my daughter she can't live with us after college. I am in my late 50s. My husband, his early 60s. We're middle class people who have made our children our priority. We're not rich, but we've lived frugally. So our kids can have a fully paid for college education and we can retire comfortably in the Bahamas. I'm just kidding. My husband was just offered a huge early retirement compensation package if he retired early, which is going to allow us to retire five years earlier than we planned. Wow, that's really nice. Hell yeah. 
children, 27F, 25M, and 21F. That's three, but whatever. I'm so confused. <laughs> still live with us. Our oldest moved out two years ago, and our son is in the process of looking for a home to purchase. The oldest two have decent jobs in the area and have lived with us rent-free until they were able to move out. Our youngest is a senior in college. Each child lived with us through college to save on room and board cost rent-free. We also paid for all the tuition, books, and expenses, and whatever they earned from working was for them. Since we can retire earlier, we want to sell our house and buy an RV to travel around the country and eventually settle into a LCOL area. What, what does that mean? L. I have no idea, and I read Nomadland, so... Low cost of living. Let me tell low you. cost of living. Okay. <laughs> okay. Good luck finding that in America, but sure. No, I'm kidding. It's mm. They're out there. Well, listen, they have their RV, yeah, so they'll there find you go. It. Our youngest is furious. She's planning on going to a local law school after college and is mad she's going to have to take out loans for room and board there on top of tuition. She says it's unfair since her sibling have lived with us until age 25, and she should be able to also. My husband and I made a plan for me to keep working for the next year so our daughter can finish college debt-free and have health insurance from my job. When I told my daughter this, she said it would only be fair if we agreed to pay her rent through law school. We can't afford this and live our dream of RV living. I feel like we sacrificed so much for our kids and we just want to live our dream now that they've grown up and mostly settled. But I feel horrible too. AITA for not giving the child, each child the same opportunity. Okay, wow. I have actually a lot of thoughts and I'm not sure about how I land. Wow. Because on the one hand, there's like there's a lot of audacity for the daughter to be like, well, no, it's only fair if you spend your money this way on me. Mm. Um, but on the other hand, I don't really understand OP's position because, again, maybe like truly maybe I'm just like biased because I read Nomadland, which is about like people who have to sell their houses because they don't have money to like live nomadically in RVs. But um, the whole point is that it's supposed to be lower cost of living. So I guess I don't understand how you're not able to help her out when you sell your house, you pocket that money, you buy an RV, you're not paying a mortgage. Right. And like, you're just limiting your expenses and living a minimalist lifestyle. Like that's not adding up for me. I don't know. You lost me there. What is the kind of, what is that? What is the relevance of what they're doing? It's just like, well, they're saying like, oh, we don't have it. Like they're just saying we don't have enough money to live this retirement lifestyle we want and also help you out. But then I'm kind of like, but where's the money going that you're getting from this house and also downsizing? Right, right. Well, I guess they're throwing that in the retirement fund or whatever. I mean, for this, this to me is a one of the lowest brainers. This is like a negative two brainer because honestly, really, yeah, I don't even, there's no question here. Sorry, OP, but you said it yourself. AITA for not giving each child the same opportunity. And the answer is wholeheartedly, effortlessly, a whopping YTA. It's simply unfair. And you cannot just because, oh, me and my husband want to go and live in the, in the RV. No, fuck you. You gave your other kids <laughs> up to 25. They lived in the house. Your daughter is pursuing higher education and she deserves the exact same treatment as your other kids. And there's simply no way around that. Now, sure, you could try to budget or whatever and, and try to figure out a solution here that works for everyone. It doesn't necessarily need to be super literal, exact. But you better believe you need to cater to that and not just give her a, well, we don't want to. No, you don't get to not. You don't get to fucking not. You owe each kid the exact same upbringing and the exact same allocation of resources. Dang. Dang, that's interesting, and I admire your courage to come out so forcefully with that opinion because Reddit loves to be like, NTA, you're not entitled to your parents' money. And I do agree with that on a cerebral level, of course, and I also don't... Like, the way that this daughter came about this does seem very entitled. But then on the other hand, if you have the means to support your kids in this way, and that was, like, your overall plan to support all your kids in this way, then it is probably going to create like long-term resentment if you just shaft one of them because you're like, yes, I feel like should you assume that your parents are going to give you any handouts? No. But on the other hand, like 
now she's going to be saddled with like a lot more debt than she planned for. Exactly. That her siblings don't have. So exactly. That sucks. <laughs> it sucks a lot. And no, I, I do generally agree with the construction. You're not entitled to your parents' money, but you're a hundred percent entitled to your parents' resources. In fact, that is the gig. Anonymous, nineteen ninety six, right? <laughs> I don't want to call you an asshole for living your life, but you created an expectation that your kids could live at home till 25. Your daughter made plans based on that expectations and you pulled the rug out. You kind of suck and are probably permanently damaging your relationship with her. So it's really a question of if you are okay with that, you are putting her at a major disadvantage compared to her siblings. Edit, no assholes here. Well, I don't understand how someone mm-hmm. can have my exact opinion, but the wrong verdict. If that's clearly YTA. You are an asshole. I guess I'm also like, well, she is an adult and they're giving her a year's notice. It's unfair, Sarah. It's the, uh, the it's definitely like a rude awakening into adulthood. And you're right. It's not fair. The, being unfair. But I'm also like, that's real. Treating one kid better than the other is a absolute sin. Now, of course, people are inclined to uh, in their head have a favorite. But your duty as a parent is to absolutely minimize that bias as much as possible. It's very human. It's very normal. And one of the most easy ways to do that is in the transactional sense and make sure you allocate, for instance, the same amount of time living at your abode or the same amount of money or the same general kind of thing, which is paying for their college. Like, no shit, Sherlock. I mean, come on. Art Langs might be controversial, but no assholes here. Obviously, you're allowed to do what you want. Well, yes, obviously, this is not a fucking... I fucking hate Reddit. (laughs) They're like, well, obviously, you're not, like, trapped in, (laughs) I don't know, like, a force field and being controlled by an evil cyborg and have free will. Like, yeah. Yeah, that's not the premise. This is the assumption that we all understand going into this. This person goes on... Your daughter is not entitled to anything from you. Wrong. No, no, no. They go on. But I can also see why she'd feel envious. And this is an unfair situation considering her siblings were handed an opportunity from you that she isn't able to have. Right. And again, this person is going no assholes here. No, that's YTA. Because people like I just think Reddit like loves to truly just harp on the like children are not entitled to anything from their parents. That's uh, absolutely insane. Or like money. They they love they really love to say like as kids you're not entitled to like your parents' money. Um you're entitled to your parents' resources. I think that's where this resources. Is that's the wrong way to frame it. It's it's stupid. Share mom four. I'm going to have to go with a YTA. Thank you. Finally, someone on Reddit because you did allow the older two to live with you and save up well after college. And now when the youngest is making same plans, you've decided you've done enough and that they're mostly settled. That's not true. The older two were allowed to live rent free for three to four years and establish themselves while you plan to not only do the same for the youngest. You also plan to not be available as an emotional support since you're moving. Wham, bam. Thank you, ma'am. A hundred percent. That sucks. Yeah. Yeah. I'm trying to see it through the daughter's perspective and it does suck to like have to take on more debt that you didn't plan to take, but also, yeah, like not have your parents there when you're in this, like law school is fucking hard. So to not have your parents there physically or emotionally would be tough. Incredibly hard. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Jay Leshy, gentle YTA. I understand and empathize with the fact that you want to live your dreams. You're disregarding how this decision is going to impact your daughter. You allowed your other two children to live at home till 25. Your other two children have benefited from this. One is even going to be able to purchase a home because of your help. Ultimately, you prioritize your dreams mm. over your daughter's dreams after years of sacrificing for her siblings so that they could obtain their dreams. Absolutely. And and Dang. I'm just going to lay down the law here, folks. Once you're a parent, say goodnight to your dreams because your dream needs oh to be God. raising your child. Child in I'm not having kids. I really think it's 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 fuck. Once oh. you have a kid, it's fuck you and fuck what you need. This becomes about your kids, oh, about being fair to your kids. And I absolutely will drop the the a word here. Treating your kids unequally, and obviously, I understand this isn't always so straightforward. Though here it is, is abusive. Of course, it's abusive. I mean, that's so fucking wrong, man. What is wrong with you? You've got to treat them all equally. That's so fucked. That's so messed up. This is such a no-brainer. So, I don't think. I don't think that uh, that's a crazy blanket statement to make. Like, I'm sorry. Um, you have to treat your kids equally, Sarah. Yes, but to not do it is abusive. Like, if they are going to retire 
and move out, that's not abusive. Yes, it is. And uh, yes, no, it it's is. not. That's abusive. No, absolutely. I, no, I do not. That's. Cr- I think that's like completely absurd. And I think that lessens like actual. Abuse. I think that is very. This is like. I, I, why do you think people wrote in the comments she'll resent you for the rest of your life? Because it's shitty. But like, I'm so tired of this narrative that like everything that's like mildly shitty or like dishonest or even just regular shitty is abusive. Like it's not. I. I Things can be shitty and people can be assholes and it doesn't make them abusive necessarily. And like making your fully adult daughter take out loans because you got it like because you want to retire early is not abusive. I disagree. I disagree. Maybe if it was their only daughter and then it wasn't it to me, the main sin is the unequal treatment. So so maybe we do need to dial in because you're right. If they were just like, hey, if they had one daughter and they're like, no, we're not going to sacrifice that. We think you can take out the loans. You'll be fine. You're going to be a lawyer. That would be one thing that that you're right. That isn't it. That isn't what I'm calling abuse. What I'm calling abuse is the fact that this child is having an inferior. She's being treated in an inferior manner to her siblings. And that is abuse. Absolutely. I really don't think that's abuse. I I think that really just lessens what abuse is because this is a one off incident. And this is a one off talking about like. This is a financial determiner of the next 10 years of her life. Do you realize how much time it would? I do not think that. that Well, whatever. So, well, do you think it's abusive then if a mom, if if your mom brings out sandwiches for you and your triplets and then one of you gets one of you gets half as much food as the other two? If she does it every time we eat. She does it once. It's wrong. Yeah, but I need food to eat. Like, I don't need like housing in law school like everybody should have it and that's another conversation but i just don't think that's abusive just think it's like forget about forget about the fact you're not going to go hungry just your mom your your you forget your mom a mom is making sandwiches for her kids for three identical children and she feeds one of them less than the other ones without explaining it for no real reason you don't see the psychological it's, it's not about the food there's enough food in the house it's about the psychological implications of that sarah that to me is the I guess, abuse i listen i do get what you're okay. saying but i just think that like the word abusive is thrown around way too lightly and i think to apply it to this situation where like there's no imminent harm and this person is an adult and plenty of people take out loans for grad school. Hello. It's not about is, that. Um, it's about the unequal treatment. That's the abusive part in the relationship, in the dynamic between these individuals. That's what it's made of. I, I understand, but I just think that like applying it to me, it doesn't apply in this okay. situation. That's, and that's fine. What I don't I'm need saying. it. I don't need it. Cause you know what? This isn't uh defining abuse podcast this is aita for telling my daughter she can't live with us after college and i actually think despite our quibbling here we do agree wholeheartedly this is a whopping yta yes we do agree and the a stands for asshole and not abuser. it does it does and look hey i'm curious guys get at us i'm curious what you think for me it's a no-brainer uh in every way but i understand there's nuance and we are uh proponents of nuance here here we go. Please rate, review, subscribe. Join us on Patreon.com. Patreon.com slash A-I-T-A pod. We'd love to see you there. We got bonus apps, WhatsApp, Cappuccino, bi-weekly happy hour, bi-weekly stand-up show. Actually, the stand-up show is public, but you got to go to the Q&A after if you're in the Patreon. So anyway, much love. We'll see you there. We're going to wrap up on this, people. Ooh. A-I-T-A for making my boyfriend change his cologne. My boyfriend and I have been together two years. Before we started dating, we worked together and had a will they, won't they sitch. So he would talk to me about things. Jim and Pam. (laughs) There was a time that he would talk about a particular ex a lot. He even proposed to her. Seemed like he was not over her. Of course, at the time, I was a friend I would listen to and give advice, etc. Anyways, he also has a son with a different girl. Not too long ago, his baby mama was FaceTiming with his son while he was at our place and saw his cologne in the background and said, Mmm, you still have that cologne. You're welcome. I'm the one who put you on. What? Hold on. I need to read that again. (laughs) Not too long ago, his baby mama was FaceTiming his son while he was at our place and saw his cologne in the background and said, you you still have that cologne. You're welcome. I'm the one who gave that to you, who put you on. Oh, put you on, like turn you on. Yeah, like when you put some. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. I got upset because you obviously was doing it to upset me on purpose. I guess Mm -hmm. he was trying to make me feel better by telling me that it was actually the ex I talked about previous. I introduced him to the cologne. (laughs) 
Not sure if a lot of this is relevant, but I know no. y'all are nosy, so I included it just in case. Thank you. I got even more upset remembering how he used to talk to her about before we were together, so I don't like the smell of the cologne anymore. I started to insist that he get a new cologne because I only associate the scent with her now. He genuinely seemed upset about it because he loves the smell. We've been on the hunt for a new one, but he's been incredibly picky, and it just got me wondering, am I the asshole for making him change something he genuinely enjoyed? Oh, my God. This is so... I'm sorry, OP. I mean, this is kind of funny because, like, he's a bonehead. Why is, why is he a bonehead? You, I think I'm a little confused about... Because she's, like, jealous that she thinks that his the mother of his child got him cologne and he's like, Oh no, that was actually my other ex who like you low key think I'm still in love with. Like Uh, he's a bonehead for that. And I don't know. I kind of feel like she is sort of not a bonehead, but like a bit of a knucklehead for like making this into like an issue. Hmm. Like she decided now that she doesn't like the smell of this cologne because of like, what it was attached to because she decided that the baby, the mother of the kid bringing it up was like a personal affront to her. Yeah, but I see her there and I I don't know that I agree that it's a decision. I I feel that that's a very fair association. Now that smell triggers a jealous association and that's an association that seems pretty viable. I mean, I I really can't fault OP for wanting to change the cologne. I I, I mean, who can blame her? I would just buy him a new cologne and, like, not make it this whole, like, oh, we're shopping for cologne thing. Well, yeah, but he's picky, so that's the problem. I do like... I mean, just get a travel size. I do... Birchbox for men. I do think you're right, though. I think she should pay for it. I think that's kind of fair, because it's like, yeah, I'm kind of hung up on this. But I, I don't think the boyfriend's being an asshole. He likes the cologne. It's not about the ex. You know, he's like, I just like the smell of this thing. So what's the problem? The the mom said something on a FaceTime, and OP is like, I got upset because she obviously was doing it on purpose to upset me. And, like, I don't know, that feels like reading into something. But, like... It felt a little bit ownershipy how she was saying it. So I don't think OP's totally wrong. I don't know. I just think, look, it's fair. I don't feel like she's being draconian. She's like, look, I don't like that smell. I don't want to smell it. So let's find something new. I feel like to me, this is a pretty clear cut. Yeah, he seems like he's being annoying. (laughs) I don't know. He says he likes it. You know, he's like, Like, I like the smell. I've been wearing this. Yeah, yeah, I know. But I'm like, it's cologne. It's not like a wedding ring. I feel like it can't be that hard to find one that you like. I don't know. Some guys are really into cologne. I have a friend who's like really into it. And like, I'm super into my deodorant. I wear Old Spice and like, I've just always worn it. (laughs) Love old Sometimes spice. people mistake it for cologne and like to me it's just steady stable and if I had a if I had a girlfriend god I wish I had a girlfriend I wish if I had a girlfriend <laughs> that uh that was like hey I don't want you to wear that I'd be like all right but we got to we got to shop around I'm not just going to put on speed stick I hate that shit Okay I'll back off I will back off So I do think we agree on this AITA for making my boyfriend change his cologne I'm going no assholes here Yeah no not the asshole but he's being I, I still think that he was silly. Yeah, classic. <laughs> For being like, no, it's not her. It's this other ex you need to worry right, about. Right, right. Like, no, come not, on, man. Help yourself. Not that ex. All right, guys. Yeah. Well, that is the app. Uh, I think it was a pretty good one. I hope you rate, review, subscribe. I hope you join us on Patreon. And thank you so much for listening. And, uh, you know, much love. And feel free to reach out. And we'll uh, see you next Monday morning. 